To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. This is Planning the Magic, the podcast where we discuss all things Disney vacation planning. I'm Jake. And I'm Alma. And in today's episode, we're talking all about Alani, a Disney resort and spa in Hawaii. Now, Alani is such a beautiful destination. Um, Jake, I know you've visited a few times. What um, are some of your favorite things about Alani? It's paradise. It really is. I mean, it combines two of my favorite things, which is going to the beach in Hawaii and Disney. And it's, it really is just a, a absolutely wonderful place to go take a vacation and you can do as much or as little as you want while you're there, but no matter what it's, it just feels like you're in paradise. That's the only way I can describe it. It's amazing. Yes, I agree. So beautiful. And I know a lot of people are like, Disney, Hawaii, what do you mean? I didn't know there was a theme park in Hawaii. And it's not what you think. It is a resort destination. Um, and they're really true to the culture, the Hawaiian culture, um, but also have a really fun Disney touch. So it's a really beautiful and unique resort to visit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not Disney in your face. It's a Hawaiian resort with a touch of Disney and the Disney level of service, but, and they do have the characters and all their Hawaiian gear and everything, but it's, it's not really a, you know, like just all day, everyday Disney. It really just feels like a relaxing Hawaiian resort done by Disney. Yeah. And that was really important um, to Disney uh, when I was learning about Alani when I was there is to make sure that they had a large representation that was Hawaii culture Hawaiian culture focused um with a little splash of Disney. So I think they they brought that out really well um in this resort. Yeah, yeah, they did an incredible job with it. And you know, Disney, they always talk so much about the storytelling aspect of everything they do. They always think of themselves as a storytelling company. And really they're telling the story at Alani of just the Hawaiian culture and the the stories of those people and um and it really, they did an amazing job of, of getting to the roots and doing it respectfully and, and, but then just adding that little Disney touch on top of it. Yeah. So when it comes to deciding when a good time to go is, is there a preference for you? Um, or do you feel like any time is a good time? So before we started doing Disney vacations, really at all, even pre-kids, my wife and I would go to, to Hawaii every December, uh, and it was perfect. It was kind of just starting to snow around here, getting cold and dark and rainy. And, and it felt like just the perfect time to go to Hawaii. And it's also kind of fun to see Hawaii at Christmas time. Cause it's just, you know, listening to, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas and it's all, you know, palm trees and everything. <laughs> but, uh, so we love going that time of year, but really Hawaii, uh, just about anywhere you go in Hawaii, the, the temperature is pretty consistent year round. It's just pleasant no matter what. So there's really not a bad time to go. Yeah, agree. It's beautiful there. Um, recently, I visited at the end of February. The weather was warm, a little bit more on the mild side, a little bit drizzly, but nothing to complain about. I mean, you're still in Hawaii. You can still, it's not too cold to enjoy the pools um, and the beach. So I think 
Weather-wise, you know, there's not really a terrible season to visit. What about crowd level? I mean, anytime you're talking crowds, you kind of just think around the school schedules. So those summer breaks, spring breaks are really going to be the popular times. Even over, you know, Christmas will be pretty busy. But uh, but it's not, you know, obviously they can only handle so much in the hotel. So it's not like a theme park where there's, you know, thousands and thousands of additional guests beyond what's staying on property. There's just going to be who's staying on site. So it's never going to be overly crowded. I agree. And the area in general, um, you know, if you're, if you're thinking where Aulani is located, it's in an area known as Colina. So there's four sort of major, four or five major resorts there that sit on the uh, lagoon. They all share the lagoon space, even though they each individually have their own sort of beach area. And I mean, the the resort was booked out when I visited in February, and it didn't feel as if it was booked out. So nothing was ever overcrowded, um, to the exception of there was only one sort of adult um, hot tub area, and that kind of got crowded at some times. But for the most part, nothing seemed too busy. There are some activities that you kind of want to make sure you get your name on the list if you want to get it done in the day that are on property. Um, but other than that, it didn't feel too busy on a day where, or a week where it was a booked out property. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned that the area that it's in it's so it's, you fly into Honolulu, it's in the Honolulu greater area, but it's not the busy Waikiki touristy. It's a really, really kind of quiet, uh, community. There's some condos in the area, there's some townhomes, and then a handful of resorts and a beautiful golf course right across the street too. But it really is this kind of quiet away from the hustle and bustle of all the touristy areas, which really helps it feel a lot more relaxing too. So Alani is pretty unique. Um, it is a DVC resort, so Disney Vacation Club Resort. So I would say half of the resort is DVC rooms. The other half would be the standard rooms that you could book through the site. So let's talk about the different sort of room types that are available. Like I said, there's DVC rooms and there's standard rooms. Like what's the difference? What kind of room options do we have? And, you know, can we book those DVC rooms if we're not DVC members? Yeah. So, you know, it's going to start with just the traditional hotel room, the, you know, two queens or a king size bed, just like you'd find in just about any other hotel. Um, and then of course there's going to be the breakdown between the ocean views or the pool view or the parking lot view. Sometimes it's, um, you know, just, they have the different price levels for everything. And then you're going to move up into those, uh, those suite levels where you're going to end up having, you know, uh, a larger, uh, living space with a kitchen and a uh, washer and dryer, which I personally love having those. It makes a huge difference. Um, and you can get all the way up to, you know, a three bedroom grand villa. That's, you know, if you're taking the whole family, it's definitely a great option. And they're beautiful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I toured the three bedroom grand villa in February and it's incredible. So much space. Um, the balcony, wraps through the whole front of the building so the whole room is facing the ocean and you just have that if you're wondering where all those um 
marketing photos for Alani come from. I'm pretty sure it's from those three bedroom villas. Like that's the view that you're getting. Yep. It's beautiful. But even, you know, we actually, we stay on the two bedroom villas cause I go with my in-laws and we take the whole extended family. And, uh, and it's so much, it just feels like this apartment basically that you're staying in. You got tons of space, a whole kitchen area, um, and a nice dining area that you can all kind of sit around and have a nice dinner together, but you're still going to get great views no matter what. It's still Hawaii. It's still going to be, uh, no matter what side of the building, whether you're oceanfront or, or facing the golf course, or sometimes we even had a, uh, a luau view one year. So we didn't have to pay to go to the luau. We could just look down right from our balcony. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. When we stayed, we were in like a, it was a poolside view. So we had a view of the lazy river and then also a little bit of the ocean. So that was really nice. It was a little bit noisy during the day, but I mean, once you close that door, you couldn't really hear much. So didn't bother me at all. It is still a family resort. There's going to be kids playing and, and splashing around and, and uh, you're going to hear that uh, if you're facing those areas, but it's not anything where it's, you know, obnoxiously loud or anything like that. Yeah. And speaking of that, it's a family resort. What options are there for families of five? So, I mean, there's, you know, t- speaking room in room terms, you know, you definitely have those, those villas and the, the, uh, or the one bedroom suites that are great uh, for larger families that can really make use of that space. And, uh, you know, one thing about Hawaii is food is more expensive there. And so it's really nice having those kitchen areas where you can, you can go to Costco or Target and fill the fridge and, and prepare your meals back in your room. And they have all the amenities you need inside those, those kitchens. Nice to just sit around and have yeah. a nice family dinner together at the end of the night. I mean, when we say full kitchen, it's, it's really a full-sized kitchen. It's got a full-sized fridge, stove, oven, everything you need, all the plates and cutlery and cups. Rice and- cookers and toasters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Everything. There are barbecues on site too, as well. Yeah, I'm a big barbecue and, and grilling fan. And so when I saw that, I was pretty excited to run across to the market across the street and get some steaks for dinner one night. I thought that was a lot of fun. And they'll give you the tools and everything yeah. you need to grill. Yeah. And speaking of the market, I mean, you're not just on a resort property. It's about five minutes away. You can walk to the Starbucks. There's some food spots over there and there's the market, of course, and it's got so many options in there. The ABC so. store that's popular in, uh, yeah. in Hawaii. Yeah. They also have, they have a, uh, you know, a cafe style or a, um, uh, you know, lunch line style food in that uh, ABC store that has both breakfast and lunch and dinner options with some of the best food I think I've had in Hawaii, uh, especially the uh, ube pancakes for breakfast are like the favorite thing I've ever eaten. Yeah, that's a good pro tip. Yeah. You have to try that. Okay, so let's talk about what there is to do once you get there. We've talked about the rooms. You've mentioned the the pool and, and the ocean, but what else is there to do? I mean, speaking of the pool and the ocean, um, there is like sand kits that you can check out and knee boards for free that you can check out just at the beach there. Um, so lots of things to play around that are included with your stay. There's also around the pool, there's the reef area where you can do a little bit of snorkeling and, uh, and, uh, look at the fish. Yeah. That's a lot of fun to go check that out. And with the, the ocean on the beach, it's a protected lagoon. 
And so they have breakwaters and they, I think they even have nets where nothing, you know, no wild uh, sea life is going to be coming in. So it's anything like that. And the water is like bath water because of it. It feels amazing swimming in, in there and it's nice and calm and, and you don't have to worry about anything, which is so much fun. Yes. And there's a lot of other activities that you can do as well. We did some Mickey ear making, sorry, mini ear making. We made some mini ears. They were light up mini ears. That was a really fun activity. And they have like and the, uh, the have... plumeria flowers that you can add to it and everything and make it Hawaii themed. Yeah. yeah. It was so much fun. And they have the Menahune Trail Adventure, which is like this little tablet that you take around with you and you follow what these um, is a interactive. <laughs> In, yeah. <laughs> What is a menehune? Everyone's like, what? What did you just mena? Who? What? <laughs> I mean, I don't know all the deep culture background of the menehune, but they are these little little care. They're not characters. <laughs> so little guys that you can you can find throughout the resort. So in Hawaiian folklore, they are these little. They're essentially like gnomes. Like when you say like, oh, a gnome took it, you know, it's, they're these little mischievous uh, creatures from, from Hawaiian folklore that, that uh, you will find little tiny statues of They're maybe what a foot, foot and a half tall. Um, and there's two or 300 of them around the resort hidden. And so one of the fun things to do, no matter where you are, is to try to find the Manahune. Sometimes they're, you know, in the corner, in the top corner in the elevator, or they're around the lazy river, just hidden behind the bushes. There's I asked cast members there if they've found them all. And most of them say they don't even know where every single one is. So it's a lot of fun to, yeah. it's just a fun thing to do. But then they have the trail where you can actually go through and they light up special features. Yeah. Nobody really knows the true number of how many Manahune are at the resort, but you know, people have tried to count them all. <laughs> and they're hard to find sometimes. You really got to spend some time looking for them if you want to try to find most of them. Yeah, sometimes I've walked past a place so often, I thought, and then I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was there. Yep. <laughs> what about uh, the ukulele lessons or ukulele? Did you try the ukulele lesson? Um, I did as part of the luau experience. Okay. So before the luau, there's a few like pre-activities that you can do. Um as you like get all settled in. So we did a little bit of ukulele um, lessons. Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of that famous uh, like taro root kind of dish. Poa? Poa? <laughs> <Space nonics. laughs> Do you know? I, I know what you're talking about. I'm totally spaced on it though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's like a white paste. Anyways, you learn how to make that. And then we also made some um, lays for a little bracelet lays and yeah, it was, it was fun. A lot of fun activities before the luau. Yeah. That whole luau experience is they really, it's not just, you know, sitting and watching the show. It's, it's a whole experience complete with a great, uh, a great dinner that, you know, I'm all about that. We know. <laughs> yes. The food is good. Um, if you're, if the kids get a separate little, like a children's box. So if they don't feel very adventurous to try eaters. the yeah. buffet, yeah, <laughs> they get their own little little child box. Um, but the the luau, well, since we're talking about some activities, the luau is is a really fun thing to do, and uh, it's 
so immersive, the storytelling. So everything is just so perfectly told and laid out and it's just really fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. They did such a good job with that show. The other thing you mentioned is the kids club. They have a kids club on site, which is really cool. You don't find that at a lot of resorts. No, you don't. And I mean, they, I believe the youngest age right now is four. So they go four to 12 and they do three hour time slots and there's lots of stuff to do in there, lots of games, different storytelling areas. And they have, of course, their outdoor area and they have activities going on throughout. But then they also have some premium activities during the day. So like premium sort of meet and greet experiences, perhaps some, um, you'll just have to look out for them. Those are sort of in pay extra, but there are three time slots during the day that are that are free that your kids can go and you can head out for dinner or somewhere else and do some adult time. Yeah. Yeah. They do an amazing job taking care of the kids in there. There's different rooms throughout the auntie's beach house and uh, you know, there's video games and crafts and, and stitch will come in and play with them sometimes. And uh, They'll do some hula lessons sometimes. Yeah. They, they make it a lot of fun for the kids. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with the Disney kids club. No, <laughs> We were just talking about kids clubs on the, uh, on the cruise ships. So, I mean, I don't think, I think Disney really knows if they really know one thing, it's kids clubs, how to entertain kids. So yep. they have that down. Yep. Keep the whole family happy. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, other than the activities and, and stuff that they have at the resort, there's also some shore excursions per se that you can call them like you would on a cruise ship. You can book sort of um, excursions from the resort. Um for like a day trip or there's just a, there's a bunch of options. Have you done any of those? We haven't. Um, we're, we're definitely just the hang out at the resort people and, and play in the pool in the water. And, um, but I've definitely looked at doing like the horseback riding up in the, uh, up in the Valley there. That looks like a lot of fun. I know that's pretty highly rated. Yeah. Uh, next time I want to try, I can never remember the name, but where they film the Jurassic park films. Mm-hmm. Uh, something ranch. I don't want to butcher it. So I won't, (laughs) I won't butcher it, but I want to see, you know, like either the ATV tour where they, they go into all the filming locations. Um, I want to try that. So, I mean, excursions are easy to book on your own. Um, but they have that extra layer of Disney, uh, safety and, um, you're comfortable. The Disney bubble is what I always call it. Yes. You're in the Disney bubble. So if you're booking an excursion through Disney, um, you you know, you're in a good spot. Now, do you think you need a car to go to Alani? Or even for a part of the I time? I mean, I wouldn't. That's a hard one. It is. I guess it I really agree. depends on what you want to do. Like, are you going to want to stay at the resort and just hang out and relax? Um, but the the cool thing, you can actually rent a vehicle just for the day, right? At yes. Yeah, they make so, it really convenient if you I just want to do a quick yeah. day trip or something. You don't have to get a car for the whole time. You can, you know, just get a shuttle to the, the hotel from or the resort from the airport and then just get a car for one day if you really want to go up to North Shore or around the island at all. 
Yeah, so I wouldn't necessarily book uh, or rent a vehicle for the entire trip just because, well, one, the, you know, Alani's not a low-cost destination to visit. So you want to definitely get your money's worth on property. Um, but you also want to see a few things outside of what excursions are available. So, yeah, I think renting a vehicle maybe one or two days of your trip, uh, that option is available to you. So I think that's a really good thing to do. Yeah, for sure. What about food on site? You know I'm all about my food. Yeah, uh, well, there's lots of options. So quick service. Um I'm trying to say it. quick service. There's only the one quick service option. There is. Yeah. Am I correct? They, actually on yeah. site. Yeah. Just the one uh, kind of snack bar. Yes. They have some really good breakfast, lunch, and dinner options. Um, lots of things to choose from. Some great like snacks to grab. And there's also those refillable mugs there. So you pay a, a cost and you'll have your refillable mug for the whole trip. So you can uh, have your coffee or Yeah. There's a few soda. soda stations around the resort that you can fill up at. Yeah. Yeah. They have good pizza there too. That's uh, one of the other ones I really like. Well, good. They do. I did have their flatbread. It was delicious. Um, and there's a couple actually snack little kiosk. There's one snack kiosk over by the pool. There's some chicken fingers and coconut shrimp. I can't remember what else was coconut there. Shrimp coconut shrimp is shrimp, amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's our go to. And then, of course, the shave ice. You got to get the shave ice. Oh, yes. I mean, and it's even with the Mickey you know. ears and everything. Yeah. You do have to pay a dollar to get those Mickey ears. Worth but it. Totally worth, worth it. it. <laughs> Why not? And then there's two really nice restaurants on site too. So there's. Makahiki and Ama Ama. Ama. There it is. Yep. So Makahiki will do that character breakfast in the morning. Um, and then they have more of a signature dining experience in the evening. Yeah. And you've been there more recently than I have. It's, uh, is it back to buffet? During the, the pandemic, they shut down the buffet dining? for a little bit. Yeah. The character dining is still um, family style. Okay. Well, not family style. Sorry. Individual. Individual yeah. options. Yeah. I think they're trying to get back to the buffet when they can. But uh, Yeah. Hawaii was kind of one of the last places to open up after the pandemic was declared over. So I think it might take them a little bit more time to open up those sort of buffet style options, but the um, set, it was like a set menu. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We, we really enjoy yeah. that. And then Ama Ama is a great spot to go get a nice dinner, especially if you drop the kids off at the kids club and go have a little date night. It's a great spot overlooking the beach and the ocean. Yes, it's a good spot. I'm not a fan of the dinner. <laughs> I definitely don't think my children would like it either. It's very unique. It's a unique experience. Um, it just was way out of my comfort zone. So I, I'm yeah, sorry. we're definitely a little more really low key. Enjoy, too. yeah, ama ama, but uh, yeah, it just wasn't for me. Yeah, you definitely, I guess, kind of have to know what you're getting into with it. But uh, yeah, yeah I, but it's good. Just, it is really good. Forewarn you, don't, you know, spend the money on the kids to go there. Cause no. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, guys. <laughs> um, and then Off the Hook is almost like a pub style food. <laughs> yeah. 
if you want to compare it to anything. They just recently uh, opened up for breakfast again. So I didn't have a chance to try the breakfast, but I did have like lunch and um, drinks by the pool there. So it was really good. Solid, solid meal choice. Um, but anything on the resort is going to cost you a little bit more money. So there, there is some options across the street. Um, or of course, like we said, you know, if you have that suite, you can you can cook in your room and whatnot. But uh, we went to Monkey Pod, which is a really popular yep. restaurant. That's a great one. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And they have like happy hour prices. So you can go and save your dollars over there. But uh, lots of food options around, I think. And and it's all delicious. Yeah. You're going to enjoy it no matter where you go, I'm sure. Yeah. And uh, Off the Hook offers... Um, kind of like a mobile order pickup. They have like a mobile order pickup window. So you can order off your app and you can pick up your food and bring it back to your room or or your pool chair or, or whatnot. Yeah, it's a really nice option that they offer there too. The other thing I know my wife really enjoys is the spa. Hitting up the spa at Alani. Because, you know, yes. if as if going to Hawaii and just relaxing on the beach isn't, you know, relaxing enough already. <laughs> You get the rainforest room and the whole spa treatments. And and uh, even my daughter went and got her nails done and they had a nice little spa day together. So, yeah, that's the thing. Cause, you know, not a lot of places uh, offer, you know, mom and daughter things, which is something that a lot of people look for. And they actually do like they have family massages and, you know, you can get the whole family in there. So, a lot of really good options. And they do have like a full, uh, service like spa so nails and nails and massage and facials and any sort of treatment you can think of you can get there and then there's this outdoor area that you can experience uh with whatever treatment you have booked if you come in 60 minutes beforehand you can go and enjoy the jacuzzis the outdoor showers the outdoor um space and just enjoy some tranquility yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a really nice, I mean, it's literally in the name, uh, Alania Disney resort and spa. It's the full right. title. So yeah, they, they really did a great job with that as well. Yeah. And, uh, over by the spa is painted turtle, I believe it's called, which is the sort of bippity boppity boutique of Alani. So the kiddos can get their makeovers done there and it's, it's, it's cute. It's a cute spot. Yeah. Yeah, they do a great job there. One of the other things I was just remembering too that the uh, another fun activity that I really enjoy that they do is sometimes they do movies, outdoor movies under the stars on the same uh, uh, luau area, and then they even do sometimes like star uh, stargazing talks and you know in the evening and they they do a lot of fun really late into the night a lot of fun uh, activities for the whole family. Yeah, and they have the um, stories by the campfire, which is also really fun. So there's something going on all day long. And, you know, that uh, we always say this, you know, the app is going to be your best friend. And it really is. It's going to tell you everything that's going on during the day. It's going to tell you where character meets. I don't even think we touch base on that. That's I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's another thing you can do. The characters are going to come around and you can uh, meet the characters, but that's all going to show in your app. You can see the schedule where they're going to be and when, and um, you know, if you're not sure where that location is, a cast member is always happy to help you find out where that is. They'll give you some of that Aloha vibe and uh, yeah, <laughs> take care of you. The the really cool thing with Alani too, with the characters is you're going to see the fab five, but they're going to be in their Hawaiian gear. They're going to be dressed like they're going to, you know, dressed for Hawaii. But then there's also the, um, some of the other characters that you'll find at the Asian parks, the Tokyo and, and Shanghai parks, the Shelly Mays and Olu's. And, you know, if you haven't been there, you're saying who, <laughs> but they have, you know, because they do have a lot of, um, Japanese and Chinese tourists that come to Hawaii, they actually have those characters there as well, which is really cool. Yeah. And that's probably one of the best gift shops I've seen yes. in my Disney life. Spent way too much money there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm sure I got speaking of speaking of all those different sort of characters that they have. And I think there's six different spirit Jersey options that were there when I was there. And like, 20 different sort of Hawaiian vibe uh, mini ears. And I just, it's just so much, so much, All the merch. so much merchandise. <laughs> so we're thinking about Alani and we're thinking about a relaxing Hawaiian vacation. Do we need to think about planning an itinerary? Like, how do we strategize an Alani vacation? Just because we're always strategizing for other Disney vacations. Right. There's so much planning like Disney World Alani. or Disney Cruise. Yeah. It's, I really don't think you need to do nearly as much planning for Alani, uh, you know, besides figuring out when to go and how you're going to get there. But um, really, I think it's kind of a, a, you know, your family better than we do. And it's, you know, if your family likes to be go, go, go and seeing lots of the touristy spots, then you know, it's certainly an option. There's still all the, you're only about half an hour from Honolulu and Waikiki. You can still get down there and enjoy all that. Uh, you can drive around the Island and, and go to North shore and see the, the surfing up there and get the original shave ice, uh, truck stop up there. But, uh, but you know, you can really make it as much or as little as you want it to be. So it's really going to be up to your family and, and what you know is, is your family's preference. I agree. I don't think there's a, too much planning in advance that you need to really do other than, you know, when you're going to go and what room you're going to stay in. But just highlight those um, must do's for your family while you're planning in advance um, and fitting those in within your days. And then I think once you're actually at Alani, just playing it by ear is probably a good way to go. Um, other than if you're wanting to do any sort of specialty dining so that would need to be booked in advance and that's kind of what you would think about beforehand so if you're if you're hearing us talk about these restaurants and you're wanting to make sure you get a character dining experience um you gotta book that in advance um but they also don't it's not like you know the parks or something where you need to be on right at the day it opens there will be availability probably even a week or two ahead of time you can still call in and, and get that done it's possible. And that's the thing. You have to call in to book that. Um, maybe in the past, it would have been more difficult because uh, in the past, they were allowing, uh, even if you weren't staying at Alani, you could do that character breakfast, but you can't, you can't do that anymore. So you have to be, have to have a reservation 
um, at Alani in order to book those those dining experiences. So that kind of cuts down the competition level there. Yeah, and even the pools and everything, I, I see people asking if they can go check out the pools, even if they're not staying on site. And they're exclusively for hotel guests. So that definitely helps cut down the crowds. <clears throat> right, and they give you a pool bracelet. So each day is a different color, so you can't really scam your way into the, into the pool. Our family loves to collect the, you know, different colors every day. And I have like a bag somewhere of, you know, like weeks and weeks worth of bracelets because it's a collector's item for us. I like to guess what color the next day mm-hmm. is going to be. Wish I could give people a visual of that. But yeah, they give you a different colored pool bracelet every day. So. So they know you're not sneaking into the pool when you're not supposed to be. Um, but that being said, you know, if you're checking in early, if you're checking out late, uh, you still have access to the pool, uh, whether you're early or late. You just got to get your pool wristband um, and you have it for the day. And I believe I haven't actually used it, but I believe there's actually a like kind of a changing area and, and a kind of a almost waiting lounge for those people that are. You know, you check out of the hotel, but you don't have a flight till later in the evening. That They have a spot for you to kind of go hang out and get ready for yeah. the pool and everything, which is really nice. We actually did use that. Did you? Yeah. So we reserved it in advance um, for the time period that we wanted. Um, and they just give you a key to get in. And we ordered a pizza. We had pizza in there. There's some change rooms, showers, everything you need. And yeah, there was nobody there. Perfect. So. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, it was It was good. I wish more places did that. I agree because, you know, what? how are you going to get ready after you go to the pool and then you have to go to the airport? I always find myself like when I'm coming home from like Disneyland, I usually catch like the last flight out of the night. I was like, well, if I'm flying home that day, I might as well make it a park day. And so I'll just catch the last flight. But then I'm all, you know, sweaty from being in the parks all day. And I wish I could just go take a quick shower, you know, before I sit on an airplane. (laughs) That would be nice. It probably has a lot to do with that. You know, most of the flights do leave late in the evening. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of us are taking those red eyes. Yeah. Yeah, Unless you're on the West coast, you're typically going to be taking a red eye home. Unfortunately. Yeah, speaking of long journey, it's a big time zone change for for both coasts, whether you're coming from the West Coast or the East Coast. I think it's about six hours for East Coasters um, of a time change. So Alani doesn't do daylight savings time. So during standard time, it's two hours from the West Coast, five from the East. And then during, during daylight savings, which at this point is most of the year, they're an additional hour behind us. Yeah, so I think in February from the East Coast, it was a six-hour time difference. So that was a that was a struggle in the evening, you know. Yeah, trying to trying to stay awake when I was up nice and early at three four a.m. And you're gonna get some amazing sunrises and sunsets there too. So being up early is is not necessarily a bad thing to go down to the beach and catch that sunrise. And actually, that's a thing that we should mention too is that. You know, things kind of close up and die down pretty early in in the day. But if, do you have that same feeling? Yeah, it, I think in general, uh, Hawaii is is kind of a uh, early to bed sort of culture. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, a lot of times. I mean, you're going to find your bars and nightlife anywhere you know, in any city you go to. But 
in Hawaii in general, I think it's, it's a lot more kind of wrapping up a little earlier than usual. Yeah. The pools close early. Uh, I don't even think they make it to 10 o'clock. I think it's eight. I think some of the pools close at eight. I think one or two of them is open till 10, nine or 10, but it's uh it gets quiet. It gets very quiet early, early on. So something to note if you're a night owl, but with that time change, maybe you won't be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you said in your last episode, you really like to sleep in on your Disney park days. So what about Alani? Are you up early? Uh, a little early, but not, not too much. We're still sleeping in a bit. Fortunately for us on the West coast. And like I said, we usually go at like Christmas time. So it's only a two hour difference. It's less than going to Disney world for us. So it's, and it's even a shorter okay. flight. So that's why we go there more. Yes. Us on the East coast are not jealous of your trek to Hawaii at all. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, uh, if you were up early, uh, the the specialty coffee there, the macadamia nut latte, you got to get that. So good. Yep. Do you have a favorite favorite thing at Alani? I mean, besides like a pina colada or <laughs> <laughs> a pina colada yeah. is that what it's called? The one the, with the, the strawberry. The lava part? flow, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. so good. Uh, no, I mean, it's all good. You do get that Hawaiian, the Kona coffee there too, which is fresh and delicious. Yeah. I love it. That's it. I'm booking a trip right That's now. That's it. Yeah. We're going. That's it. <laughs> going to Hawaii. You've talked if me you're into on, it. Yeah. If you're, if you're on a Disney cruise, we were just talking about Disney cruises. If you're on a Disney cruise to Hawaii, uh, Alani, there's, you can actually get discounted rooms if you're on one of those sailings. So. Fun fact. The, the land and sea, yeah. The surf and turf adventure, yeah. Surf and turf adventure. <laughs> I mean, Alani's just seems like a natural add-on to a Hawaiian Disney cruise. Absolutely. I don't know about you. Yep. Uh, so in conclusion, is there a theme park in Hawaii? <laughs> no. There is not. Yep. But there is there Disney. Is. One thing I will note <clears throat> that I noticed was very heavy in Alani um, is the DVC membership sort of spiel. It was kind of very in your face. Really? So I felt like that. Okay. So yeah. it might be different. So we actually are DVC. That's our home resort. So, okay. So maybe I just don't notice it or maybe I'm just excited to see him. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'll take more DVC points. Sure. Like this is great. <laughs> Yeah, so there is like that I a timeshare aspect to it. So, you know, like it's not like one of those resorts where you go and they're like, you know, come and see our timeshare and they like bamboozle you into buying a timeshare. It's not like that. They're not pushy. Um they've never been pushy. It's always you're you're willing and you want to go check out what these rooms looks like look like, but I just feel like it's almost like they're wanting to convert you right away. No, that you mentioned, yeah, I do. I can think of like three different spots like around the resort where it's like, I know I'm always going to see a, a DVC cast member, at least out there. Just, you know, they got the Mickey hand, they're waving there, but just their yeah. presence is there. Yeah. It's fine. And like I said, they're not salesy or pushy or anything um, like that. I just, it's very present there. So 
That's something that I noticed as a non-DVC member. All right. Well, I think that just about does it for this one. Do you have any final tips or final piece of advice? I mean, I think it's going to generally just enjoy, just enjoy every minute. Some people are worried about not having enough to do. And I'd, I'd just say to you to not, not worry about that and just enjoy the beach, enjoy the pool, enjoy the resort. Um, there's plenty to do, even if you don't want to go on any excursion. So I wouldn't be worried about anybody getting bored. Um, my child has never gotten bored in just a general swimming pool in general. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they want to leave the Disney park to go to the swimming yep. pool. So, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine your child getting bored of the swimming pool, but if, if that happens, there's plenty of things outside to do as well. Yeah. I mean, there's so many options too with the pools and activities that you're not going to be bored if, if you're looking for something to do, but want to stay on site. Absolutely. You know, I'd say my biggest tip with Alani is to remember that, you know, while Hawaii obviously is, is a U.S. state, it at times almost does feel like going to another country. And that even comes down to the kind of the culture there is they definitely have the island time and, and just the, the aloha vibe, which is great, but it sometimes you need to pack a little patience with it. It's <laughs> They're just on a different schedule out there and it's it just know that going into it and just have a little, just kind of, just kind of go with the flow and, and have some patience with check-in processes. And it's just a whole different culture. Awesome. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to join us in our Facebook group where we're chatting all about Disney vacations and how to plan them. So if you have any questions, you can catch us in there. And make sure you like and subscribe uh, everywhere that you find podcasts. We're on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and of course, the Facebook group. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, guys. See you real soon. Yeah.